Hello everyone and welcome to the Dear Future Hubby Podcast. I am your host, Teresa Reese. And y'all know how we do it. (laughs) For those of you that listen to my episode on a regular basis, I love to read from my book of poems entitled A Strong-Willed Mind, Healing Scars Over Time Through My Poetry. And so, today, what I am going to read is a poem. Because that's just how we do it over here. I hope y'all are having a great day. So, I'm not feeling the best. However, I am still going to push through because that's just what I do. And the poem that I am going to read is entitled, I Promise. So here we go. I promise to love you always. Forever in my heart, you will stay. I dream about where we will be 50 years from now or even 60. I promise to laugh at your silly jokes and to pretend like it's my first time hearing them over and over again. I promise to trust you beyond a shadow of a doubt. And when we are faced with indecision together, we will figure things out. I promise to listen to you always. You are my very best friend. I promise to consider your feelings until the very end. I promise to say thank you for all of the things you do. I promise not to take you for granted. I promise that my love for you will stay true. I promise to keep my vows to you. So hopefully one day I'll be able to say that to my future hubby. (laughs) So today... I want to talk about the need to be loved. I was sitting on the couch last night eating some butter pecan ice cream. Y'all save the judgment for another day, okay? (laughs) Anywho, as I was sitting on the couch minding my own business, this thought came to me out of nowhere. Do you need to be loved? And my response was, hmm, I wonder if this is something I do need. Now, I hope you know that this caused me to dig a little deeper and do a little research simply because this inquiring mind right here had to know. So what exactly did I find? Well, let me tell y'all. I found that in 1 John 4, 16 through 18, in the Message Bible, it says the following. This is how we know we're living steadily and deeply in him and he in us. He's given us life from his life, from his very own spirit. Also, we've seen for ourselves and continue to state openly that the father sent his son as savior of the world. Everyone who confesses that Jesus is God's son participates continuously in an intimate relationship with God. We know it so well. We've embraced it heart and soul. 
this love that comes from God. God is love. When we take up permanent residence in a life of love, we live in God and God lives in us. This way, love has the run of the house, becomes at home and mature in us so that we're free of worry on judgment day. Our standing in the world is identical with Christ. There is no room in love for fear. Well-formed love banishes fear. Since fear is crippling, a fearful life, fear of death, fear of judgment, is one not yet fully formed in love. So, based off of this passage, God is love. And I have heard it said many, many times before. And I've even said it myself, we need God. So if we need God and if God is love, would it be safe to say that we need love? I would be the first to raise my hand and say, absolutely. Okay, for those of you who don't quite agree, but you're curious to know what else I found when I started researching this a little further, I've got a little something for y'all too. Here we go. If you think about when a newborn baby is born, how they are immediately, if everything is okay with them, placed on their mother's chest. The heart is a symbol of love. Think about it. When we celebrate Mother's Day, when we celebrate Valentine's Day, what do we tend to see all around us when we celebrate Father's Day? Hearts, right? That newborn baby tends to calm down when he or she is laid on their mother's chest, close to her heart. They need love to survive. We need love to survive. Now, most may beg to differ, but I promise you, this is my story, so I am going to stick to it no matter what. When I was going through the process of those two brain surgeries back in December of 2011, I wholeheartedly believe that it was my love for my children and my trust in God that caused me to survive both of those brain surgeries. When I lost custody of my three oldest children due to custody battles, I wholeheartedly believe that it was the love that I have for my children which caused me to survive those traumatic experiences. I gave birth to six absolutely beautiful children, and I do believe that the love that I have for each one of them has caused me to survive many trials and tribulations throughout my lifetime to date. Love is my why. Loving my children is my why. And desiring the very best life and whatever life can offer for them. 
praying for them without ceasing, doing all I can to right so many wrongs, being present in their times of need. The list goes on. Loving my children unconditionally is my why. My children are truly my why. And now I have a grandson who is also a part of my why. Now, please don't misunderstand me. God is also my why. Do you need to be loved? Now, I know I've spoken about my need to love others and to love on others, but the question still remains. Do I need to be loved? Do you need to be loved? I would wholeheartedly have to say for me, the answer is yes. After all, how many times have I spoken about having loveless experiences? <laughs> A lot of my past relationships ended because, in my honest opinion, they lacked love. Now, they were filled with lust, nevertheless, but the love wasn't there, nor was it true. Therefore, the relationship just was not sustainable. It wasn't that sustainable kind of love anyway. So I would have to say, yes, I need to be loved. And no, this is not a bad thing. Instead, it is a good thing. And according to the word of God, God will not withhold any good thing from me. It also says he that finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains favor from the Lord. So do you mean to tell me that my future hubby, when he finds me, he will find love? Well, I know this already because I operate in love daily. However, for it to be confirmed is a beautiful thing in my sight. This tells me that my future hubby seeks to find me. And once he does find me, he will have not only found the God in me, he would have also found true love within me as well as favor. Honey, <laughs> that's a whole lot of blessings. Won't God do it? Yes, he will. So do you need love? Only you can answer that question. However, just the other day, my colleague told me how she cannot wait to see me in the office. Y'all, it's been over two years since we have been in each other's presence. And one of the things that she said that she misses most about me is what she calls my Teresa hugs. Those of you who know me, y'all know I'm a hugger. I give those motherly hugs. <laughs> it's just something natural for me. However, to hear her say this, I automatically felt that what she was saying without even saying it was I missed that feeling of being loved and nurtured the way that Teresa loves and nurtures those that she cares about. And I get it. I have grown children now. Five of my six children are young adults. However, when we say goodbye to one another, when we are in each other's presence, they want a hug from their mother. 
And I want a hug from them too. It's true. Love is an action word. And every opportunity that I get, I try my best to show love because we have all heard this before. But how many of us truly practice it? What the world needs is love. Do you know your love language? Do you know how it is that you need to see love expressed to you in order for you to believe that it is genuine? Do you reciprocate love when it's bestowed upon you or do you reject it like a foreign object? Would you even recognize love if it were staring you right in the face? Do you believe that love ain't got nothing to do with anything and that you could live without it? Only you can answer these questions. However, I am a firm believer that I need to not only be loved, but I also need to show others love. Maybe this is why I have a heart for the children, the elderly, the homeless. I was reading something yesterday and it was a note where a mother had temporarily released her parental rights over to a relative. I literally started grieving for those children. I couldn't control my emotions at that time. I thought about the importance of a mother's love and what that and what that must be doing to those children emotionally, psychologically, physically, even mentally and spiritually. To know that their mother is alive but doesn't want to parent them or be present with them in order to love on them. And even if she does want to do those things, for whatever reason, whatever has occurred in her life, it has caused her to feel inadequate to do so. Those children most likely don't know that, and so they suffer. My heart truly goes out to them and anyone else who has had such an experience. Those children need to be loved. We all need to be loved. So what are you doing to love on yourself today? As you wait, maybe you're someone who's waiting for your purpose partner to manifest in your life. I know I am. If you are currently in the waiting season, how are you spending your time? Are you keeping a journal and discovering different ways that you can love on yourself? Remember, we teach people how to treat us. And I truly believe that self-love is one of the greatest gifts that you can give yourself. Are you writing love letters to your own self? Now, I understand this is called the Dear Future Hubby podcast. And on a lot of my episodes, I do write love letters to my future hubby. However, I believe it's even more beautiful when you begin to write love letters to yourself. Or it could be a simple note, something like, hello, beautiful, or hello, handsome. I love your smile. Post it on your mirror in your restroom. Then smile every time you read it. Are you eating healthy? That's another way that you can practice self-love. Grab an apple instead of an apple pie. (laughs) 
probably talking to myself i'm saying that anyway are you drinking plenty of water daily this is another way for us to practice self-love we need to stay hydrated the list goes on however while you wait as you wait focus on discovering you discover those things that you love about your own self i believe you'll be glad you did now, this will conclude my episode on today, and I do hope that it encouraged someone. Today's date is March 24th of 2022, and I'm going to read a letter to my future hubby. So here we go. Dear future hubby, do you need to be loved or have you been beaten down so much in this world that you have somehow convinced yourself that love no longer holds space in your world? Trust me, I've been there before. When I got to a point where I asked myself, what is the point? However, I am grateful that I didn't give up on God or on myself. In fact, I believe in a lot of ways that love saved my life. I pray that if you are going through a rough patch and you don't quite know which path to take, that you will choose love. Choose to love yourself through the rough patches. I get it. Life is not always easy. However, I believe you are worth it. And I am praying for you. I am praying that you will trust the God in you. Allow him to reveal those broken areas of your heart so that in due season, you will reap a great reward. Don't faint. Trust God. And if you know that you need to be loved, trust me when I tell you, once you find me, you will not be disappointed because I am favor. God says I am. I am the favor God has been whispering in your ear about. Don't you ignore him. Your good thing is waiting on you. I love you. Love, Teresa. So this will officially conclude my episode on today. However, please do me a huge favor.